Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Haim Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Let's dive right in. We have been on a conversation that we have been dealing with talking about after freedom and the context of the mindset of that. Hey, Kendrick, how you doing? Uh, the concept and the mindset of that is thinking about what do we do after freedom? Now, I know a lot of our conversations, we talk about this mindset of wanting to be free, wanting to be free financially, wanting to be free in different areas of our lives. But the real question comes in is what do we do after freedom? And a lot of times we we don't deal and talk about that context. And so we've been on this journey talking about that. If this is your first time coming on, I want to also say, hey, but I also want to make sure that you go and listen to the podcasts um, from before this so you can be able to continue on this journey of conversation with us about what we've been talking about. Now, you can be able to find it Find the podcast on Spotify, as well as you can be able to listen to it and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, and so for my Apple people and for my Android folks, um, you can be able to, you can link it and get in any way that you choose to be able to continue this journey of conversation. So let's dive right into where we are going to be talking about tonight. And so tonight's topic of conversation, it's entitled Walk With Me. Now, I want somebody to do me a favor and place that in the comment section, walk with me. Um, so we're going to dive right in and talk about it through this chapter, chapter Exodus, um, Exodus, the 13th chapter. We're going to read two verses of scripture, which is verses 17 through 18. So again, Exodus chapter 13, verses 17 through 18. And this is what it says. 
It says, and it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God says, lest peradventure the people repent when they were when they see war and they return to Egypt. Verse 18, here it is. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up um, harnessed out of the land of Egypt. Now, this is a, a, a very interesting conversation that I want to be able to have, and I believe it's going to be helpful in this context of where we're dealing with after freedom. And what we're dealing with again, tonight's conversation and topic is dealing with walk with me. Now, um, this, this, this piece, what makes this so powerful for me is we have to have a clear understanding that while we are doing this journey of walking from this portion of being bound in some area of our lives and trying to walk into freedom, what we have to realize is that it takes us to be able to walk. Um, the understanding and the mindset when we deal with walking, it sounds so it sounds so small, but I need us to understand for them to be able to leave the place that they were in, they had to walk out of bondage and they had to then walk into where they dealt with in the wilderness, moving from the wilderness and to go into the promised land. But all of that took walking. So what is walking? What is walking? What is to walk? What is that defined as? To walk is to move along on foot, is to advance by steps. Now again, I'm going to read it again. To walk is to move along on foot, advanced by steps. Now, I needed to make sure that we had this definition because this is the thing that it helps us to understand. When we are walking in this, when we are walking um, out of our bondage areas of walking out to be able to become free and the thing that we want to be free in, the thing that we have to realize is, again, it's an, as walking is to move along on foot, it's advanced by steps. So it's one step at a time. This is the way that we're able to walk is one step at a time. Matter of fact, it does, it's not even considered a step unless you take one foot and then the other. That is considered dealing with this context of you walking somewhere. And so as we are doing, going through this mindset and thinking about this, what I want us to see and understand is for us to be able to walk the way that we need to, for us to be able to go in the places that we need to go in, for us to be able to get to the places that we want to get to in life, it's going to be one step at a time, meaning it's going to be a process. So I need us to understand this in the introduction of this conversation, because with us walking, it's going to take time. This, this thing, this, this mindset of being able to have freedom overnight is not reality. You, you, you have to, it's a process of things. No one made, got freedom overnight. No one was able to actually be free the way that one, we need to be free in an overnight process. No, it took 
time. It took one step after another for us to be able to go through the process so we can be able to get to freedom. Now, again, tonight's title we're dealing with walk with me. So the question that I ask myself is, is we have to now identify who is the me? Who is the me? Who is the me in this storyline? Now, in this portion of the story in Exodus chapter 13, where we get to at this point is God has shown himself strong through his men of God, who was Moses, Moses and Aaron. God used them to be able to do different things to for for God to be able to perform different forms of miracles for God to be able to to show his hand as he would even say, I'm I'm showing my how strong I really am for him to be able to do all of these things, the Bible shows that God was using Moses and Aaron to be able to, to be able to be his hand on earth to make these things happen. But then what we realize at this point is, well, before this point, we see that Pharaoh was not trying to let his people go, was not trying to let the children of Israel go under any form of circumstances. But now God gets to a point where he has now per se pushed uh, pushed Pharaoh to a point where now Pharaoh is willing and ready to let the children of Israel go. And now God is speaking unto Moses and saying, listen, this is how this is how this is how this is about to go down. I'm going to walk with the people or lead the people a certain way. And in me leading the people this certain way, I'm doing it this specific way for their protection. I'm doing it for their protection. I'm doing it because I'm trying to get them somewhere, but I, as a leader, as, as the person that is leading them, I have to be able to know and take them a certain way that is going to protect them. So that takes me to this context and this mindset. If I am going to walk with someone, the person that I'm going to walk with has to be this kind, has to be someone that is leading me somewhere. For me to walk with you, we have to be going somewhere together. We have to be going in a certain form of direction. And so in this context, what God is showing us, or what even what the scripture is allowing us to be able to see, is in this form, God is using Moses as the leader. So in this, in this, what I need us to understand, and I'm gonna define this so I can calm myself down. Um, but let's let's define what is a leader. Let's define this. What, what is a leader? A leader is one, to, one that is to guide on us way specifically by going in advance. I'm going to say it one more time. A leader is to guide on a way, um, especially by going in advance. One more time. A leader is to guide on a way, especially by going in advance. Now, understand this because this is powerful for me. Um, I pray that it's powerful for you as well, but this is powerful to me. A leader is not someone that is walking beside somebody. A leader is not someone that is in some cases in form walking in the back. A leader is someone that is going in front of, in advance, in in, in front of somebody. Now, let's go back and read this in verses 18 of where we were just at in Exodus 13, verses 18. For those that are just not coming on, please, I ask that you like this. Uh, Make sure that you're sharing uh, because we want to make sure that we are impacting as many people as possible. So in Exodus chapter 13, 
Verses 18, again, this is what it reads. This is our base scripture for the conversation. Exodus chapter 13, we're going to be dealing with looking at verses 18. It says, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea and the children of Israel went up and harnessed out of the land of Egypt. So he's allowing us to understand in this verse that he is leading them. So the only way that he is able to lead them somewhere is he has to be going in front of them. The only way that he can lead them is he has to be able to go in front of them. So I want to read this quote because this quote to me is very, very good, very powerful. And this quote is actually by John Maxwell, John Maxwell. And this is what he says. A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way and shows the way. I'm going to read it again. A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. So I want to be able to deal with this, because this is a question while I was studying that I asked myself, is when we are dealing with a leader, the first thing that we have to identify in all of our lives is who is leading you? Who is the one that is leading you? I want somebody to type that in, type that into the, uh, to the comment section, who is leading you? Now, I, I think sometimes what happens is when we are going through and trying to find and reach and go after our freedom, when we are going in these directions, sometimes what we think is we can be able to find and do this thing by ourselves. I think one of the most powerful pieces about this is that the revelation of this is that we cannot, if the children of Israel were able to be able to deliver themselves or lead themselves into the promised land, they did not have to wait for Moses. If the only thing that they had to do was walk to the promised land, they would not have to wait for Moses. The only thing that they would need or have to be able to do is they would only have to they would have to just know the directions on how to be able to get there. But because they did not in this essence is per se, they didn't just know, not know the directions, but in this re revelation of it is they needed someone that can be able to take them from where they were to where they are going. And for that to happen, they needed a leader. They needed someone that can be able to go before them to get them to the place that they needed to go. That's what they were looking for, a leader. They needed someone to lead them. So again, the question that we first have to ask ourselves is who is leading you? This is the question that we have to ask ourselves is who is leading you? The next question that I want us to all think about and ask ourselves is now we understand who is leading me, but what qualifies them to lead me? What qualifies? What qualified Moses to lead the children of Israel? What qualified him to be able to do that? What out of all the people that God could have chose, out of anybody that God could have used, what qualified Moses to be the one that led? 
Now, let's think about this majority of the time when we think about the, the people that are the person that delivered, helped deliver the children of Israel out of bondage. Majority of the time, the only person that we are looking at is Moses. The reality is Moses was not the only person. Aaron was there too. Aaron was the voice and we would look at it in this way. For me, I look at Aaron being the voice and Moses being the face. If this was a business forum, Moses would be, the, would be the face of the business, and Aaron would be the one that you what would be the one that communicates, the ones that's sending out emails, the one that's doing all the side work. That would be what Moses is, or what Aaron would be. So, if we're looking at this correctly, we have actually two leaders in this thing. But to be able to get this understanding, we have to realize and understand, okay, what qualified Moses, let's look, we're looking at Moses, what qualified Moses to lead? What qualified him? Let's do this. The, the, in Exodus, I want y'all to really read this in your personal time. Exodus chapter 2, verses 15, all the way to Exodus 3 and 1. It's a good storyline because it allows us to understand how Moses was qualified or how is Moses qualified to be able to lead the people. One of the reasons why Moses was qualified to lead the people is because Moses, Moses understood where the wilderness was. <laughs> Moses understood how to live in the wilderness. So he was qualified because he knew how to live in the wilderness. That was one of his qualifications because he had been there. Now, I, 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 I'm going to say this because I think this is very powerful. I have heard it. I have said it even my own self in times past where one of the qualifications or the reason why, um, um, well, reason why we, we look at Moses as being qualified is, is because, again, is because not only did, did Moses be able to go into the wilderness and he has been into the place where, Mo, where, uh, where the children of Israel were going to go and where they were going to be able to go through. So because of that context, disqualified him. But one of the other things that I think that we need to deal with in this understanding, because one of the other pieces of being able to be qualified is sometimes we lean on this only, is that you have to, this person has to know how to get you there. They have to have been there. That's one of the statements I've heard a lot. They have to have been there. And one of the reasons why they say I've heard it being said, and again, I've even said it, is one of the reasons why Moses couldn't take the children of Israel into the promised land is because Moses had never been there. But the reality is it wasn't that Moses couldn't go into the promised land because he hadn't been there. That wasn't the reason why he could not lead them in. The reason why he could not lead them in was because he got frustrated frustrated with the people, but that was not, that does not disqualify him to lead the people because if him not being in the promised land or never being in the promised land would have disqualified him from leading the people, God wouldn't have used him to, to do it in the beginning. God used and, and spoke unto Moses, saying unto Moses, Moses, this, this is going, this is what I need you to do. I need you to deliver my people and move my people from where they are. And I want you to bring them up and out and take them into the promised land. That's the reality. His qualification was by what his assignment was. It was not because he had been there before. 
The only place that he had been was in the wilderness. He knew how to function in the wilderness. So when we look at what qualifies for me, when we look at what qualifies your leader, yes, they have to be able to go before you. Yes, they have to have the knowledge of how to get you to where you want to go. And the reality is, as a good leader, as a great leader, the reality of this is, is this, is I have to continue as a leader. I have to continually, continually make sure that I'm informed, that I am knowledgeable about where I am trying to go because I understand that there are people that are following me to be able to go into this promised land, to be able to go into the next level, to be able to go to the next place. So when we look at when we look at walking with this person, again, we have to have the mindset of who is the person that I'm following? Who is this person that is leading me? And when I realize who this person is, then I can say, now what qualified you to lead me? And, and, and I'm saying this for this reason. When, if we only do this thing of where we look at all, oh, only way that you can, only way I can lead, you can lead me, is you had to do that, 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 you had to already be there. Then what we do sometimes, I believe, is we disqualify people that God qualified to be able to effectively get you out of the place that you're in. Now, I do want to say this for you to follow the one that is qualified to lead you. There are certain things that you have to let go. I'm going to say it again for you to follow the one that is qualified to lead you. There are some things that you have to let go. Jesus says this, Jesus says, if you want to come after me, you have to first deny yourself, pick up your cross, follow me. I'm going to read, I'm going to say it again. Jesus says, if you want to come after me, you have to first deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. I'm going I'm 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 to say it one more time. For you, if you want to come after me, you have to first deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. Let's say it in simpler terms. For you to go after the one that you are following, there are certain things that you are going to have to let go. Here's the reality that we all have to understand is when we are bound the thing that keeps us bound is our leader. So when we are trying to leave the leader that has kept us bound to now follow someone else that is leading us somewhere else and pray prayerfully into a better place, what we have to think or understand is I have to let go of some things. I have to die off of some things in the process of me following after the one that's qualified to lead. I cannot keep the same mind. I cannot keep the same behaviors. I cannot keep the same old friends. I cannot keep the same environment. Something has to be let go for me to be able to effectively follow after the one that leads me. Now, 
I'm saying this for a reason because it's very, I need us to understand this. I, I have a mentor that I follow. And in me following after my mentor, there are certain things that I realized that I have to let go of. There were certain things that I realized that I have to, I have to, I cannot keep it. There are certain mindsets that I have to let go of. The only way that I can effectively follow after him, the only way that I can effectively be able to be transformed by the one that is leading me, the only way that I can have this to happen is I have to start to let go of some things. I have to start to change some things. One of the things that we realize and we see in the scriptures is that the children of Israel were following Moses. The children of Israel were following Moses, but they were not letting go of Egypt. The children of Israel were going after Moses, but the majority of them, the majority of them that followed after Moses, that helped, that, that went with him when he brought them out of bondage, the majority of them did not let go of Egypt. They kept Egypt in their mind. They kept Egypt in their behavior, even though they were not still in the place. So when we are following after the one that is that we have figured out and found out who they are, when we are following after the one that we recognize and see that is qualified to lead us, when we are following after this person, then we have to also understand that there are things that I have to let go. There are things I have to let go. Now, let me let me help us with this because I need us to see this. And I, and I do these things on purpose because I need us all to be on the same page. What is follow? This is the definition to follow. To follow one who proceeds to join him as his attendant and accompany him. I'm going to read it again. Follow is this, to follow one who proceeds to join him as his attendant and accompany him. So the only way that you are able to effectively follow someone, the only way that you can effectively follow someone, you can only follow people or someone that is leading you. But you have to qualify something. Are they qualified to lead me? But here is the thing that I need us to see. And I'm going to do a shift. Here is the thing that I need us all to be able to recognize and see. Is where are they leading me? I know who you are. I know you're qualified. But where are we going? As, as a husband, I have to know where are we going? As, as a businessman, I have to know where are we going. As a person that is leading people, I have to know where are we going. As, 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 as a person in reference to, as a, as a, um, as in reference to with Moses, Moses had to know where they were going. That qualified him to lead them. But I love this. 
I love this. Let's read this again. And then we're going to wrap this thing up in a minute. God, this is good to me. In Exodus 13, 17 through 18, this is what we see. I'm going to read it one more time. Ah, this is too good for me. In Exodus chapter 13, verses 17 and 18, it says, And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them, not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although they, that was near. For God says, let the peradventure, um, uh, peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. And God, But God led the people. I love this. The same depiction of how we see that Moses is leading the people. We have to recognize who is leading us. Even when it comes to our walk with God, who is leading you? Who is leading you to do that job? Who is leading you to be able to say and do what you're doing? Who's leading you? And when we recognize who's leading me in this way, this is what I love. When God is leading me into certain things, when God is showing me that, son, this is something that I want you to do. This is a direction that I want you to go. This is a place that I want you to, that I want you to go into. This is a word that I want you to say. This is, a, this is something that I want you to go do. This is something I want you to go start. This is something I want you to create. When I know that God is leading me somewhere, what qualifies that not only that he is qualified to lead me, what qualifies is because I understand that he's qualified to stamp it. He's qualified. He's, he's, he's been qualified in my life. I've seen him do things. I've seen him make work. I've seen him provide. I've seen him take care of me. I've seen him protect me. I've seen him do things that I know it could not be anybody else but God. He's already pre-qualified. I love this. But God, God in his wonderful love for us says this but I'm not going to take you somewhere that I do not know how it's going to end. I love it. So not only is God showing us through Moses, Moses is showing is a great picture and a great depiction and a great example to us that God says, this is the one that is going to lead you. I'm not going to just lead you by a mysterious person. No, I'm going to show you who the person is. Then I'm going to let you see that they are qualified to lead you. Moses didn't think he was qualified. The children of Israel didn't think he was qualified, but God said that he was qualified. So he was qualified before he started to lead and he led the people out of the out of, out of bondage and he led them into to go into a place a promised land he had direction so not only did this leader have the qualifications but he had direction of where he was taking them so the question that I leave you with on tonight on this podcast is this as a leader in whatever area of life that you're in where are you trying to go where are you going? How do you want someone to walk with you if they can't even know where you're going? Before Moses brought the people out, they had a clear understanding of where they were going. So where are you going? 
Where's your business going? Where do you want your marriage to go? Where's your money going? Where's your church going? Where's your friendships going? Where are these things going? Because listen, you are a leader. And as a leader, you have to be able to identify where am I taking these people? And God, show me. Show me where, where are you? Where are we going? I used to love when my pastor used to say this. He says, I don't know where we're going, but I know who we're following. And the reality of it is, is you know where we're going because he's going to tell you where we're going. He's going to tell you it might be a step by step process because we're walking together. We're not running together. We're not racing together. We're walking together. So as we're walking together, God is showing you step by step on where we are going. Because he said, my word is a lamp unto your feet and it's a light unto your path. Meaning, I'm showing you the way. I am going to lead you to where I want you to go. You know where we're going. Do you know where you're going? And if you don't know where you're going, and I would, I would suggest that you ask the one that knows where he's trying to take you. I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have. I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me? Every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.